Welcome to Not Your Mother's Menopause, Making Hormones Make Sense, with Dr. Fiona Lovely. Dr. Lovely is an expert on health, treating women and their families from around the world. Her specialities include endocrinology, functional neurology, and functional medicine. Please visit us at drlovely.com. And now, here's the doctor. Hello, this is Dr. Fiona Lovely, and this is Not Your Mother's Menopause podcast, Making Hormones Make Sense. I hope everyone is having a great week. I thought I'd take a moment today and address a topic that comes right from you guys. I had a number of you send me uh, emails, which I do get quite regularly, and I want to say thank you very much. You can always reach me if you have a topic you'd like me to, to discuss. Dr. Lovely at drlovely.expert will get you a line right to me. So please don't hesitate to send me your topics, uh, questions, comments, anything. I, I receive them gladly all. Okay, headaches. We are going to talk about headaches today. Uh, Headaches are a very common symptom for women, Um, not necessarily just women who are in the perimenopause and menopause phase, but young women especially can suffer from headaches. And, you know, headaches are one of those things that can just have multiple they're they're multi-causal. So um, there's many different factors that can be a part of why a woman is suffering from headaches. And uh, let's see if I can address some of them for you today and give you some solutions. So number one reason a woman is, is having a headache is because she's dehydrated. She's simply not taking in enough water. And if you want to know what that feels like, that's a big part of the headache you have with a hangover. You know, your your brain's uh, shrunk in size because it's dehydrated and all your um, nerves and veins and all of that other business are sort of stretched to the skull and uh, your brain is knocking around in there. So like that doesn't sound fun at all and it really isn't. So here's the deal. Water is half of your body weight in ounces every day. So for most women, that's going to be between two and three liters of water a day. And that's just water. The only other thing that you can count as water is herbal tea. That's tea without any caffeine. Um, Excuse me, that counts towards that uh, two to three liters a day. And I know a lot of women stay away from water because of incontinence. And that is uh, dribbling of the bladder or of urine. Uh, loss of of bladder control, whether laughing, coughing, or moving, very common, certainly in perimenopause, very common after pregnancies as well. So um, here's what I have to say about that. I do have a podcast upcoming about pelvic floor. We will address some of those issues around incontinence. But in order to, um, and the other thing that happens, of course, is women have to get up, you know, three times in the night to go pee. That's very common, especially as we get older. So Take in your water as much as you can of that two to three liters before noon, and then that's not going to interrupt your sleep at night, okay? And and as I said, as far as incontinence goes and other bladder-related dysfunction, we're going to talk about it in the next podcast on uh, pelvic floor. Okay, so another reason that a woman can have a headache um, or ongoing headaches is because of hypoglycemia and um, or low blood sugar. 
And so this is a drama I beat often with you guys. I know I talk about blood sugar a lot, uh, probably as much as I talk about quality sleep and reducing stress. So uh, this is really where the quality of the food that you're intaking is going to come to play and also the frequency with which you eat. So uh, certainly protein first, healthy fats second, carbs third. Okay. And when you're eating carbs, stay away from the, the white foods, essentially, that'll give you just a little clue as to what kinds of things you should be looking for. Um, excuse me. So making sure you're eating frequently every three to five hours, uh, five hours is a little long for me. I try to have a snack every three to four hours. If it's a handful of nuts or a bit of beef jerky, uh, watch your beef jerky that it doesn't have any additives specifically MSG, even better if you make it yourself. Um, and also be careful. Some of the beef jerky has, uh, Worcestershire in it, which has soy, which then makes it, um, not gluten-free. Um, or as my husband would say, gluteny and delicious. Anyways, uh, I know for me, I have to avoid gluten. So um, that's just something I have to watch out for. So making sure you're eating smaller, more frequent meals. It's about the quality. And let me tell you something really cool that I've learned recently is that if you add healthy fats to whatever you're eating, even if it's um, a tablespoon of coconut oil to your smoothie, I know sounds totally weird, or you slather uh, some coconut oil on your toast before you put your peanut butter jam. It really helps your fuel burn a lot longer so the f- you stay satisfied and uh, doesn't spike your blood sugar. Okay, so structural, that's another reason a woman can have headaches. And that can be a few things. So first of all, <clears throat> if you have a crummy posture, you're spending your days bent over your desk that hasn't had uh, an appropriate uh, ergonomics assessment, and your neck is in a crummy position, your arm is in a crummy position with your mouse. Um, If you're spending a lot of time bent over your phone or your tablet, that is something we call tech neck, and it is a real thing. It can cause everything from certainly neck pain and headaches to numbness and tingling right down to the fingers. So really bring your phone up to eye level and uh, don't spend so much time on it. That's probably good advice for all of us, including me. Um, Tech neck is a real thing. So uh, the other thing is tension. If you're carrying too much stress, that will certainly affect the structures of the neck and head and the muscles in particular, and that can give you what's called a tension headache. So the good news about this is the remedy here is is two things. Make sure you've got your neck in a good neutral position with your activities throughout the day, whether it's at work or whether you're playing on your phone or your tablet. And make sure you're controlling stress. Same thing I say all the time. One of the best uh, defenses here, of course, is going to see your chiropractor. Your chiropractor can help reduce the pain of um, <clears throat> in your neck, your headaches, fast effectively and certainly at a low cost. So make sure you have a chiropractor as part of your healthcare team. So another reason a woman can have headaches is she's not getting enough sleep. So uh, I've had several podcasts that I've dedicated to sleep. So please go back and reference those uh, if you feel like you need a little more information. But eight hours, uninterrupted, cool, dark room, start 
early. So the more hours you get before midnight, the more restful it is for you. And the more you repay that sleep debt, and actually the more productive you'll be the next day and try to avoid sleeping in on the weekends. That just that's behavior for teenagers. And it doesn't really serve us at all Uh, sets us up for all kinds of sleep issues throughout the week. Okay, so did you know that the most common side effect of the birth control pill is headaches? which is why it is that a lot of young women have headaches. And, um, you know, there's a lot of crazy mint around that. I recently had a patient in my office who was being treated uh, by me for migraines, and her migraines were being managed by her neurologist using the birth control pill, which is just sort of doesn't really make any sense to me. But, you know, I guess we all have our opinion when it comes to patient treatment. So, Be aware that uh, the uh, hormones that are in the birth control pill uh, can cause headaches. And if you are taking the birth control pill and have headaches, that would be the first thing I would look at. Okay, and then the biggie for us is is hormonal headaches. Okay, so a couple of different reasons that hormonal headaches can happen. Typically, uh, hormonal headaches happen right before your period starts. So in that two to three days before your period, maybe even the first day of your period. So here's what happens. That's the part of our cycle where our hormones are at uh, their their least amount, okay? So we have little in the way of hormones at that point. And it's the drop off of estrogen that can cause those headaches to come on. And in fact, um, it's not just estrogen though. Uh, Progesterone can be insufficient in that time, uh, in which case, because you are still in in the luteal phase. So that is the phase where progesterone rules. So there should be way more progesterone than estrogen, even right just before the period, simply because you haven't started to menstruate yet. So we call that progesterone insufficiency, um, which looks a lot like estrogen dominance. And um, you need to work with someone who can help you discern the difference because there are different treatment options for them. So um, the other reason, uh, just to sort of flesh out this idea of estrogen dominance a little more, if a woman is dominating an estrogen throughout her cycle and progesterone has little or an insufficient uh, support of the estrogen cycle, then one of the side effects that can happen is headaches. And uh, migraines, in fact, can really be uh, caused by the hormonal flux, uh, especially estrogen dominance. In my career over the years, I've had many, many women with chronic life-altering migraines that they've had for decades, which were unresponsive to uh, traditional uh, therapies for um, migraines, but responded very, very well to therapies related to estrogen dominance. Okay. So having a practitioner that can test whether or not your estrogen is dominating uh, your cycle or whether or not it's progesterone being insufficient is a really important factor in, in uh, looking at assessing and treating uh, headaches. So I hope that's been uh, some little nuggets that are helpful for you. I know, um, like I've said, there's a lot of women that have 
suffered with headaches. Um, I live in an area of the world where we have uh, some strange um, wind patterns and barometric pressure that happens, something we call the Chinook winds here in uh, southern Alberta, Canada. And when that happens, and, um, you know, for some women, it's the drop of barometric pressure. For some, it's the rising barometric pressure. Uh, for some, it's the rapid change in temperature. We can also get headaches from that. So, uh, you know, if your doctor's telling you that weather changes don't bring on headaches, I say, you know, you just have to go and work in a chiropractor's office in southern Alberta for a few days to realize that it, it absolutely does. Anyways, thank you very much for the time today. Please reach out to me anytime on the Facebook page, Not Your Mother's Menopause Podcast Facebook page. Uh, my website is drlovely.expert. More information there for me. And uh, I gladly receive your emails, your comments, your questions, and certainly uh, topic ideas for the podcast anytime. What would you like me to talk about? This is a podcast for you let me know. Have a great week, everybody. Take care. The views and nutritional advice expressed by Dr. Fiona Lovely are not intended to be a substitute for conventional medical service. If you have or suspect that you have a medical problem, promptly contact your health care provider. No information offered here should be interpreted as a diagnosis of any disease, nor an attempt to treat or prevent or cure any disease or condition. As with any new advice or program, you should always contact your healthcare provider prior to starting anything new. Thank you.